news for Illinois golfers during Phase 3. Here to explain it all to us is Chicago Tribune sports writer Teddy Greenstein. How are you, Teddy? I'm great, G. How are you? Oh, fantastic. So great to talk to you on the show. I know you've been so busy. (laughs) Yeah, it has been. Between the last dance and between... uh... You know, the governor and the mayor kind of changing the <laughs> rules about golf every five minutes. There's been a lot to write about. And you're an avid golfer, right? I am. I am definitely an avid golfer. And as like I tell my wife when I go out, just out doing research, just out doing my job. <laughs> How perfect for you. This is your dream job. It is. It is. I, I love the golf, love college football, college basketball, little NBA, little Cubs. So love what I do and uh, particularly happy during golf season. There's no doubt. Well, it's been really interesting for sports reporters. You know, you would think without sports that there wouldn't be as much for you yeah. to be busy with. But really, you have been working. Yeah, thank you for noticing. I know. We were definitely in freakout mode. You know, I was covering the, the Big Ten men's basketball tournament uh, March 11th when the world changed, and, and especially the sports world, because they canceled the tournament, and we were driving home from Indianapolis, and the NCAA tournament got canceled, and then the Masters got canceled, and then baseball, and we're all starting to freak out, being like, what are we going to write? How many... You know, how many where are they now stories can we possibly uh, compose? <laughs> you know, but a couple of things help. The NFL has just gone on business mm-hmm. as usual, and they had the NFL draft. So that was a lot of material. And then, of course, the last dance, which we've been covering as <laughs> if it were a live sporting event. You know, we write previews and wrap-ups and features. And then this golf stuff has been a lot. And honestly, I also just enjoy the challenge of coming up with story ideas that don't rely on live sports. Like I wrote about Tim Doyle, this broadcaster. Uh, who's grown up. This guy was at BTN in different places. And um, and now there's a lot to write about because there's so much talk and debate about how sports are going to come back, whether it's college football or baseball or the NBA. Well, love that uh, you're here to kind of dissect all of that, break it all down for us. But let's start with uh, phase three. This is good news for Illinois golfers. It looks like we're on course for um, foursomes starting May 29th. Is that also true for in the city as well? Well, so the city, I, I can't get an answer. I mean, I, uh, I email Lori Lightfoot's PR people all the time and pretty much get stonewalled. So I don't know if they don't want to say or if they just don't have their answers yet. But, you know, golf was open in Chicago for a little while. There's a 36-hole course called Harborside. that's maybe six or seven miles south of downtown, and that was open. And then I think it was early last week, they just shut it down basically without explanation. It was 1030 at night when they were emailing all the golfers supposed to play the next day and said, don't show up. They really never explained why that was, you know, why golf is safe. It, the vast majority of, of areas in the, in the state, but not uh, in Chicago. So we don't know what's going on. I, I would certainly hope that these Chicago courses uh, would open May 29th, but they're not saying anything. I, I've also asked about tennis courts because some are open, a lot are closed. There doesn't seem to be a rhyme or reason <laughs> right. on why, and uh, they don't feel like explaining themselves. Don't talk to a uh, tennis lover right now because they're so upset. They don't understand yeah. the logic behind it. Yeah, I also play. And I mean, I would I would reveal where I play in the city, but I'd be worried that uh, it would get overrun because, you know, the vast majority of, of courts are closed. Certainly a lot of the ones that I like playing out along the lakefront, Waveland, uh, no surprise, those are closed. I don't even think you could drive back there. There's a cop car 
Um, you know, kind of like golf. I mean, a tennis really is a sport where you can do it properly uh, with social distancing. When I play with my friends, we don't even really touch a tennis ball. You know, you just have a tennis ball. You just mm-hmm. use your foot and your racket to put oh. it up in the air, and you start that a rally means, that way. That means you're both really good tennis players. When I play <laughs> tennis, I'm touching the tennis ball a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear you. But you know what people can do? Like, you can wear a golf glove. Right. You can wear a golf glove on your left hand, and you're holding the racket with your right hand, assuming you're a right hander and you never have to really touch anything it's it's a safe game yeah that's a brilliant workaround right there yeah definitely a lot of tennis players so mad about this but can you explain teddy right now so what is allowed right now on golf courses um and then sort of what's gonna you know what sort of expansion of that is gonna happen on may 29th Absolutely, G. So, what uh, starting May first, what Pritzker allowed were twosomes, either mm-hmm. single or twosomes, and spread apart every fifteen minutes. So, only eight an hour. So, all these golf courses are like, how are we going to possibly make money mm-hmm. with only eight tee times an hour? So now you can have foursomes every ten minutes. So that's twenty-four, if my math is right. So they'll make more money that way. Plus, um, they have said. You can only get a golf cart if you have a physical limitation. So now you don't have to prove any kind of physical limitation. You can ride. And that also helps a lot for the finances of these courses. Plus, there's going to be uh, food purchase available. There's going to be outdoor seating. Uh, you can hire a four caddy if you'd like. So um, a lot of the rules are, you know, are, are softening. And, and look, that's what the other states have been doing basically all along. What, mm-hmm. what Illinoisans have been doing is, like I've been doing, I've been playing in Indiana. Other people have been playing in Wisconsin. Iowa was open the whole time, so Illinois is, uh, you know, slow to the game on this. Crossing the state border to get your fix, huh, Teddy? It is. I know. Indiana is not just for, uh, you know, fireworks and cheap gas, <laughs> um, and Wisconsin is not just for cheese. Uh, we found that, you know, these are the states that have the more liberal, normal golf rules. So I've been playing a course called Palmyra in Indiana, St. John, St. John, Indiana, and it's the kind of place where, yeah, I would have never considered going. It probably would have been an hour and a half drive with normal traffic, but we were doing the drive in 45, 50 minutes. And uh, nice course. It was 28 bucks to walk, and uh, we were having a good time. Well, um, I think that's, you know, you did a nice article, too, about uh, the 18 most walkable golf courses as well. That was great. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's funny. Like I was, I had actually filed that last week, and we were waiting to run it, just kind of the the peak time. And I said we better not wait too long because I think they're going to announce that you know people can start taking carts. Mm-hmm. So literally on the on the morning it ran about six or eight <laughs> hours later, the announcement came about the carts. But um, still, until May 29th, you basically have to walk unless you've got uh, you know can prove that physical limitation. But then um, you know start May 29th at least outside Chicago. You can ride. Right. So definitely for a lot of the city dwellers, the city slickers, they're they're probably going to head outside of the city limits, right, to play golf? Absolutely. And look, I mean, there are a zillion courses out there, assuming you have a car and you're willing to, to roll out a little bit. And obviously traffic is not as bad as it normally is. So like uh, that walkable 18, maybe start with that list. And uh, a lot of people use the Golf Now app. You can get like a lot of last minute bargains but that was the other problem when you only allowed twosomes every 15 minutes it was hard to get a tee time because again only eight golfers out there an hour so now you know there'll be three times as many opportunities to to get out and play how long have you been playing golf are you really good at 
I'm so so. I'm like a twelve, thirteen handicap. So uh, I'm trying to break. Uh, you know, trying to shoot like eighty five, eighty six while I'm playing. Um, I was a city kid. I grew up in uh, in Manhattan, so that's my excuse. I never played growing up, but I have played ever since I I got out of college in the mid nineties. So uh, you know, I should probably be better considering I've been doing this for twenty five years. <laughs> you know, we'll just per- periodically we'll check in with you. You know what I'm saying? So that. Well, do you play? I don't know. Do you play no. golf? No. Are you kidding? No, I'm a tennis person, but I mean, I'm not good at tennis. Definitely not good at golf. Putt uh, putt. <laughs> I can. I'm pretty good at putt putt. So. Well, hopefully they'll open that uh, that miniature golf course at Diversity. People are asking about that. I mean, the range at Diversity that is a great you know activity people do with their kids. Go mm-hmm. out, hit balls, get some sunshine, but. Again, the city won't say uh, when those are going to open. Well, of course, and families, they're looking for things to do right now. They just really exactly. are dying to get back out there. Okay, so I know that you love uh, Big Ten football. You want to catch us uh, up on that? Yeah, so good news on that front. So yesterday, the NCAA, it turns out, is uh, kind of relaxing some of its rules in terms of when students can come back and work out on campuses. So uh, people had thought it was going to maybe be June 30th, but it turns out uh, they are saying that schools and conferences can bring players back as early as June 1st. So the Big Ten has yet to really respond to this. It might depend, you know, might go on a school-to-school basis. I was trying to find out from Northwestern uh, when they're going to have kids back, but but they're not saying yet. It's complicated there because of the academic calendar. Uh, so University of Illinois might have a different deal. You know, Wisconsin, Minnesota, you've got all these schools spread out over, over all these different states. Obviously, Rutgers in New Jersey is going to have way tougher regulations than uh, the University of Nebraska. And that's what's going to be interesting during the season as well, once we get to a season. Um, what if only 12 of the 14 are comfortable playing football? Uh, how would the Big Ten handle that? Is it possible that you know not every school will play? I think mm-hmm. that that is conceivable. Well, and also, there's certain rules, right? There's so many practices, so many games uh, that each yeah. school has to have. So that's not going to yeah. sync up exactly. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely, you know, a lot of restrictions in terms of, how you know, how much you can practice, how often, that kind of thing. And then, you know, that might all change this year because, you know, let's say they have a, a truncated camp. Let's say instead of the normal six weeks, they have only four weeks. Is that mm-hmm. is that going to prompt them to try to do two-a-days? I mean... They don't want to, you know, help punish these kids and, 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 you know, make them work and get injured. But they do want to make sure they're in good shape. So when the games start, you know, they're not suffering a bunch of uh, soft tissue injuries, as I call them. So bottom line is there's so much stuff to be determined. We don't know if there'll be empty stadiums, if maybe there'll be 25 percent capacity. But in the last several days, clearly there's been a huge push to uh, to get college football going again. With your vast knowledge of the sports world and your experience as an incredible journalist, um, can you look into your crystal ball and tell us when baseball and hockey, <laughs> you know, they're talking about hockey as well. So um, what, when, when do you think that's going to happen? Yeah, God, hockey and the NBA are, are tricky. Those indoor sports, I, I feel like you don't hear that much about hockey, maybe because I'm usually watching ESPN, and ever since hockey left ESPN, I feel like the network uh, practically ignores it. But you'd think it would sort of go hand-in-hand hand with basketball, obviously similar in terms of the arenas they play in and somewhat similar size of the teams. Obviously, hockey has a few more players. So that one's going to be tricky. It's also tricky because you know certain cities like Toronto have come out and said, 
you know, we are not going to have any sporting events here. I think maybe it was like through July. So mm-hmm. the certain cities are not going to host. Now, there, there are new reports today about the NBA and Orlando. So I don't know if they would play all their games in Orlando or it would just be certain cities that are not, you know, ready to reopen. They would, they would play in Orlando. There have been rumors about games in Vegas. Uh, Baseball-wise, you probably heard for a while, it looked like it was going to be just spring training sites, Florida and Arizona. That went out the door, and now it sounds like it's going to be home ballparks. They're hoping to start spring training, I would say, the middle of June and uh, get baseball going some point in July. Okay. Uh, Teddy Greenstein says baseball is going to start in the middle of June. Yes. Thanks, Teddy. That's all I needed to hear. Appreciate you so much. And uh, be sure to check out uh, all of Teddy's fantastic articles, uh, Teddy Greenstein. And you're kind of all over the place. You're doing podcasts. You're on TV. You're you're doing everything. So uh, be sure to follow him. What's your Twitter handle? Yeah, now I've done your show, so uh, yes. absolutely, I can check off that box. At uh, Teddy Greenstein on Twitter, check check me out, and thanks for having me on the show, G. I uh, enjoyed it a ton. Such a pleasure. Go read his articles on Chicago Tribune, and definitely if you're looking for a place to golf that's walkable, check out that article, 18 Most Walkable Golf Courses. Thanks, Teddy. You be well. Thank you. Take good care. Bye-bye.